Okay, your wife wears headphones, right? My wife. She, oh, put, yeah, she yeah. will put the headphones on. Right? I think that's good. I wish I could do that one. Don't put your headphones up it's your It's too late. Though. I already said it. <laughs> what? It's good to see you. Hello? Where'd you get that shirt? Don't worry about it. How about you, buddy? <laughs> it's good to see you. All right. Thanks again for finding us on the internet. Uh, this is, of course, Murray Valeriano. Um, thanks that's how you for say that. Valeriano. Yeah. Murray. Did you ever think about making it easier? more easier to say? I I have. I cut it down to Murray V for a long time. I remember that. I remember oh, Murray really? V. Yeah. Really? I do oh, remember okay. Murray V. And then I ended up on the road, and there's like Tony V and a lot of and Vicky G, you know, and everybody yeah, yeah, expected yeah. this Italian thug comic. Right. Yeah. You're not that. No, not at all. And, I know. Uh, and so I went back to Valeriano and let every MC in America fuck it up. Okay. Yeah, I like uh, Murray Valley. <laughs> Murray Valley's not bad. Yeah, Murray Valley. I sound like a 1950s like yeah. singer, doo-wop singer. But that's yeah. not a bad. Murray Valley's oh. not bad. No, no, that's okay. You don't like it? I like no, it. I like Murray Valley. Murray Valley. Murray Valley. We're going to say we're on Murray Valley show. Murray we're Valley in the that mountain one. range. I love it. My what are the mountain ranges doing? <laughs> How are the mountain ranges? Let's go uh, see. Yeah, a couple. Of, couple ba- yeah, a couple battles with drugs, but yeah, that's gonna happen. No, we'll reunite. We got a couple guys fill in. This one the next. range. A lot of ups and downs Valley. with those guys. And the mountain range. <laughs> I should leave. K-I-C-E-F-M, Bend, Oregon. <laughs> Why not, uh, man? Little country. Should I take off after saying there's a lot of ups and downs with the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> no, I should leave, right? I should yeah, leave the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Yeah, you should yeah, podcasting, yeah. period. You're done. <laughs> leave the, <laughs> leave the, the entire genre alone. I had a good Holy run. Holy cow. It was... You did all right. I had a good run. Joining me today and out of the closet is the very funny uh, comedian and writer Dave Anthony. Hi. And the very funny comedian and writer Greg Barrett. Greg Barrett, well done. Thank you. Thank you. No. And uh, together they uh, host the Walking the Room podcast. We, yeah. Also, yep. mm-hmm. if I'm not right. That's why I said out of the closet, because you host it in a closet. We, we do We do actually do our show in a closet. Yeah. Uh, and not a metaphorical one either. No, uh, no. A real, real closet. With uh, shoes and sweaters and uh, Do you have a table? Jackson. Can you fit a table in there? No, nope. just handheld. We have a box. We have a box we and we put the mic on. Oh, okay. And then we have two chairs. We can fit four chairs in there, we discovered, when we had two guests on. Yeah, we've had two guests on. But you and, rarely uh, have guests. If I'm rarely we don't. have guests. Generally, the guest asks if they can be on, which is odd, but people, <laughs> which indicates two things. Number one, they want to. They have never heard our show, right? Yeah, because why would you want to be on it? And then two, you don't. You wouldn't know that we didn't have guests. Yeah, <laughs> I've had I've had comics come up to me and go, uh, "Oh, oh, yeah, that's that's yours. Oh, I totally want to do that." Yeah, we don't have. We have never had guests. We don't have guests. Oh, yeah, right. I love awkward. it. Oh, that's yours. This is oh, awkward. That's yours. That's exactly. Oh, oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool, man. Dude, so right on. Do you know Nick Swartzen? <laughs> no. Why are you asking me that? I don't know. That's a weird thing. He has a TV show. I got to do that. That's what it was. I want to do Nick Swartzen's TV show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you okay. Jay Leno? Yeah, I would like to be on that. <laughs> yeah. I go- also, whatever Daniel Tosh is doing. <laughs> Is he on something? I'd like to be on a video he curates. <laughs> He's too busy getting standing ovations. Oh my god! Right? Yeah, he gets standing yeah. ovations at all his shows now. Oh, he he he, he kills. He he rocks it. Yeah. I I found there's a and I'm not. This is not a a forum to bag on comedians. Um, unless you wanna, let's do it. <laughs> Why do people tune into these things? Yeah, I never seen a comic. Hey, it's the Bitter Brothers. No, you know what? Uh, actually, to be fair, if I uh, his stand-up's good. He's oh yeah, I like funny. I like he's funny. Totally. Funny. I like, but I find I find there's definite there's a definite line. Like some people, it's like Rush. Right? <laughs> some people love him. Some people can't stand him. Here's, yeah, yeah, here's, yeah. Here was my experience with him. I listened to him on uh, CD first. I didn't even know uh-huh. who it was, but someone had recommended. Like I was looking at people, new people. I was like, oh, who's new that's good? And uh, 
I didn't get, I thought, oh, this guy fucking hates women. Yeah. And then I saw him and I was like, oh, but he grins every time he says that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like there's something about the way he does it where you go, oh, okay, it's like with a wink and a smile. I mean, yeah. I don't know how he feels about any of it, but right. but I, I enjoyed seeing him and he's yeah. good. He's and, good. And I'm not saying, yeah, he hates women. I'm saying that's, that's the one thing I've noticed is what people don't like it. he comes across like he hates women Hostile. And, yeah and that's I, I'm a big fan he's a cool guy I've worked with him a bunch I, I got nothing against yeah. him but that's where the but you're dividing, not a chick either yeah, yeah that's true that's where the dividing chicks line like is. him though that's how fucked up women are hey, he's wow. good looking look what I just did there yeah well you're did coming you? off the book pretty hard <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a <laughs> This isn't a bash on women podcast, unless you oh, want it to be. Come on, <laughs> let's, let's go. You know about Murray? Yeah, he doesn't have a. No. He's just going to qualify mm-hmm. everything, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah, this is normally I don't qualify my podcasts, but uh, hey, <laughs> hey. But whatever you want to do, guys. I like it. Just that this thing is a shapeshifter. This podcast will be whatever it needs to be it while does, it's yeah. here, right? He doesn't what matter. He's doing. Oh, These yeah. people listen; they that's, love it. That's why yeah. you, you don't have a point of view. You can really adapt more to <laughs> other people. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. Totally. Again, Jay Leno. How is everyone today? <laughs> they got a point of view. It's a terrible imitation I just did. No, no it was great. Really it was like having Jay on. in I, here. I turned away when you said it, and for a minute, I was like, <laughs> I'm sitting next to Jay Leno right now. And then I turned back, and it was your oh. ugly fucking face. <laughs> Y'all been coned, though. No one knows what that means unless they listen to our podcast. It doesn't matter. They enjoy it. <laughs> they enjoy it. I, did this it is a, I, I think this I is more of a, a family... They did not. They enjoyed it. This is a. This is more of a family podcast. Is a family what we podcast? do yeah, this is, is we cover ourselves in filth. Yeah, it's true. Our, our podcast is. Well, yeah. Why? Like I, when I listen to your guys' podcast, it's pretty much you guys bagging on each other. A little bit. It starts off like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, it's, hard to, it's hard to say I love you in a podcast. It is. So if I could split Dave open like a pinata and pull his guts out <laughs> like candy, I'm going to go ahead and do that. And I, Jim, just hoping that there's candy inside of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> then we eat. So it feels good. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. Well, one of the reasons I wanted to have uh, both of you guys on, besides you're very, very funny, um, mm-hmm. is I, you, all right, I met... Actually, I met Greg before I met you, Dave, I believe. Uh, Whatever. All right. Eat it. Did you guys get started in San Francisco together? Yeah. We did. That's right. All right. San yep. Francisco. And all right. Well, what's this? Why come? Are you native San Francisco? When yeah, we yep. grew up, we grew yeah. up not, pretty not close really, to each yeah, other. Pretty yeah. close to each other. We, yeah. we both grew up in a suburb uh, called Marin, in Marin County, okay. which is across the bay north. And uh, yeah, and we both went to, we went to opposing high schools. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, he went to Drake. I went to Redwood. Um, oh, but yeah, I'm older classic. than Dave by about a century. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. But then we met doing stand up. Okay. He had just come up from Santa Barbara where he was going to school, right? Santa yeah. Barbara. And, uh, and uh, I saw him do stand up and I liked it. I was the only one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I've been a fan ever since. Awesome. How yeah. come How come nobody in San Francisco will, will say Frisco? That kind of bothers it's, me. It, People, we don't like it. I know. What, why not? Why don't you just say the name? What's the problem? Well, well, Mur. All right. I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Mur Valley, everybody. <laughs> you're going to be Marv Albert by the time we <laughs> Exactly. They, uh, you know what it is? I think um, uh, San, I was just talking about something. This is a, San Francisco is a beautiful town that knows it's a beautiful town and doesn't want to be anything else. It's yeah. a, it is a provincial uh, town that takes itself a little bit too seriously. A little bit too seriously. It doesn't want to be Frisco. It doesn't. It does. It's like that's not what Frisco we are. is really cheap. And it's cheap. not like if you live there, like it's not Frisco. That's yeah. a weird thing to say, but it's like not. It's not a nicknamey town. Okay. Do you know what I mean? No, I it's you. the Golden Gate. Mm-hmm. It's All a. Right. You know what? That that city is like a, 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 a the girl, the pretty girl that doesn't like herself. 
You know what I'm talking about? You're just mad at LA. <laughs> you know? LA's a slut. What's wrong with you? You're pretty. Why don't you like you? Yeah. Don't be such a bitch, Shannon Doherty. <laughs> she anyway. really is. Right? Yeah. I just call yeah. San Francisco Shannon Doherty. Yes, she is. You That's know why? Because my references are old. Well, whatever, Grandpa. I mean, you're trying. <laughs> you at least got a century on us. There's apparently. a new 90210 coming out for you. <laughs> yeah. Watch it tapping. Am I? Oh, am I tapping on the? Yeah, they're just saying it. Oh, comes is that why you got headphones on, tough yeah, guy? Yeah, yes, I can hear the tapping. So you're there. You should come on our podcast with the Thumpy McFeederman over here. We do love it. I can't help it. I love a bass drum. But the reason is we met. I don't know if you remember us doing that show at the HBO Workspace. Uh, play um, well, well, with uh, Mantastic? Uh, no, no, you were that was your one man show, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, yeah, no, it was either it was around that time because I was doing my one man show too, but there was a play that you and I were in with her name was Allison McLean. Allie oh, McLean, right. Allie's right, on right, Twitter, right. Allie, 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 yeah, Allie McLean, yeah, 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 yeah. sweetheart. We met, Allie we were in that air. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you were in it. I, Maria Bamford was in it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was a thing that she'd written. Right? Yeah, and yeah, Boss yeah. Gags, right? And Boss Gags. Boss, Box Gags, Gags closed and it. And Peter Tork of the Monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> Again, references for people that you know yeah. are in their nineties. We all closed uh, doing the Lido Shuffle together. We did Lido. That's right. <laughs> That's on she cast. wrote kind of a. It was sort of a Sex in the City. Los Feliz version of Sex in the City. Right. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I remember that for two or eight because the play was fun. I blocked that out. <laughs> was that when I was the rock star and she made the cover on the magazine? Remember I there was a Spin magazine I only remember cover? what I did. Of course. <laughs> no, no. Greg, Greg would no. like you to remember the no, but, fake magazine cover that he was on. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he thinks that's how it's going to bring it back home for we you. We all got together and made the magazine cover. I no, put you on was, dynamite. Like, there was like a big photo. Anyway, but it, yes, yeah. I do remember that now. So that's where we met. That's where we met. And there were, there were two things I remember talking to you about is at that time, Blaine Kapach gave you a guitar with like a nagel painting on it that's right for my birthday yeah, yeah. Wow. I remember that. i'm yeah. a big guitar player so i think you deserve that very, very yeah it was bc rich and it oh, was a bc a, rich it was a bc rich and uh yeah that it it didn't end up with, <laughs> dude, this is a music theme i don't show. i don't care who's dude, podcast it is where i am if you oh, start fuck. talking about guitars oh, Here's how much I i'm gonna i'm gonna cut my Let's neck open show this to murray oh, oh god look, oh good pictures no my pedals they're my fucking pedals if you don't fucking stop talking i'm gonna tell you what they are from right to left do you want to you're an awful do you want to do it human being boss tuner Oh, nice. Into the tube screamer. Do, what do you, <laughs> into a red fat boost. Click. Into a 63 reverb if, if uh, pedal. I like have surf, a tank. Like surf sound? If yeah, people turned off their, their computers <laughs> or their <laughs> iPhones it's not by your going show. click. It's not your show. If they did it by it's going click, then I'll be clicking right now. It's not your show. <laughs> but instead of the sound I can make is whoosh. And then I take that into a, I put it into a Fender Pro reverb. Just think how you guys would have fought if I didn't feed you. I have tank, but I don't use it. So I didn't want to do this, man. I didn't want to do this, but you started in. Blaine gave me a really cool guitar that I believe at one point belonged to C.C. DeVille. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. All right. And, uh, awesome. C.C. Uh, DeVille of Poison. Yeah. Dave. I've met C.C. DeVille. So that, oh, was 90, oh. that was 90... That was 90... Yeah. Like so. 97. He okay. doesn't talk about that guitars That was 1997. <laughs> uh, the other reason... <laughs> I interviewed C.C. DeVille and that's what he said, Dave. He goes, you know I like music I and was I was... there. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. What did he say? Go ahead. I say. love John Bryan and P.J. <laughs> Harvey. And the other guys in the Poison were thugs. They listened to Skinhead. You know, I, I can't but, barely play guitar. I play a D chord. That's it. And then I hit the whammy bar. My yeah. favorite interview with him, he says, you know, I grew up listening to the to the, the Beatles and the Doors and the Rolling Stones, and it's all up here. But by the time it gets here, it's lost. Lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can't play it. I they don't wanted know. me to play like Eddie Van Halen. I'm like, I don't. I, Johnny Thunders is what I know. <laughs> 
Yeah. The other thing that I remember the story you told me, and you just sat in the back and told us all stories. It was great. Uh, <laughs> like our show, buddy. Wow. That sounds awesome. Is it now? I, I'm hoping it's you because I've, I've told people uh, it's you. Did you and David Cross open for Tool? Yes. Okay. Yes. That was the whole. That's why I brought up that. Yeah, Maynard was Dave. a big comedy fan. Huge Maynard comedy from fan. Tool. Yeah, he he'd originally come down to. Uh, there was a show uh, that a bunch of us did called The Uncabaret. Yes, Uncabaret. Over at Luna Park on Sunday nights. And Beth Lapidus, uh, uh, it was her room, and, and you would go and you would do new material every week. That was mm-hmm. from the idea, and it had to be sort of from your life. That was the way, that was how she themed it. And Moon Zappa came and brought Maynard because he had. Uh, uh, Bill Hicks had died, and he was looking for. He just wanted to find good comedy, mm-hmm. and so he came, and we all met him, and he sort of started hanging out and becoming friends with all of us. And Mr. Show was going on, and he got involved in that, and he said, "Hey, we would be great. This will be so fun. Our crowd will totally dig it. You and Dave come out, and you do like broadcast. You do like you know, because Dave and I would sometimes do do this broadcaster character. I think every comic is at some point have to." do in their career where they talk like this right 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 so i was like really he goes yeah he goes you can just come out and announce the band you know what i mean like talk about what the crowd's like and then announce the band so the lights go up this is it uh i don't think it's around downtown it was at the it was uh, where the staples used to be or not I, i'm uh, gonna uh, can I just, not the mayan it was a hockey anyway can i just say that that this sounds like a guy who might not know his audience. Go ahead. <laughs> Dave, you couldn't be more right. I wish you'd, I wish you'd, I wish you'd been there with us. Where was so, so, and then we were going to bring up Mark Fight, who's a comedian actor friend of ours. Okay. Uh-huh. He was going to do this character called Marty. And Marty was a dude that talked like this, man. So we get out there, the lights go up, and we go, hello, Tool fans. And I get struck right in the forehead with a penny. <laughs> <laughs> And then a bottle cap, and I just get up. I walk right off. I'm like, I am nobody's fool, man. Cross stays on for a few seconds longer. He bails. Marty goes out, and dude, that guy hung in there while people, there was, people were, they were, I don't want comedy. I hate comedy. Fuck, I came to see Tool. Maynard does a show now called Pussifer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has sketches. And I've been and in those, friends, yeah. Oh, really? You've done my friends I've are, taped sketches. They, like, they uh-huh. tape them, stuff. And right? Then, yeah. So Laura Milligan, who's a friend of mine, was in sure. the band I was in when I came down here. She's in the show. And she goes, most nights, there are people that go, what the fuck is this? And flip, they and just leave. Yeah. Like, they hate it. Like, Tool fans don't get Maynard. Right. They don't understand any of the right. irony in his songs or yeah. what he's saying. They like it hard and loud and then they want to rock. And they don't want Maynard coming out like dressed as a Nazi doing some sketch. Right. Uh, I mean, I don't I do. Yeah, <laughs> that, sounds aw- that sounds awesome. Now, have you ever, Dave, have you ever done them live with Pussifer or just No, pre-taped? no, no. They, they just had me come in and shoot uh, some stuff. Some video. That they, video, they would yeah. Run some video and then the... I never saw it, but they said, oh, okay. they actually said that the night I did it, that whatever they ran went well. Yeah, no. I mean, I think for the most part, once people got it. Yeah. But they were just Tool fans. Now, now do that to Tool. Because yeah, even the other guys in the band were like, comedy, really? Yeah. They're nice guys. <laughs> they were all nice guys. Yeah. But Adam was a nice guy, the guitar player and all that stuff. But they were like, really? I don't know about this. And they continued to do it. I mean, I remember watching Posehn uh-huh. and Dave and some of the other Mr. Show guys go out and also get kind of booed. And I, I think they I think they took Jack and Kyle out for a while. Like, they just oh, really? really... You cannot force... Look... Comedy's only good, only good, when people go to see comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
everything else. I was telling someone this tonight because I'm hosting this thing this weekend or next uh, on the sixth. I'm hosting a tribute to David Gahan. I do these uh-huh. benefits for MAP, the Music oh, great. Uh, uh, Foundation, uh, that gets uh, uh, people sober. And I did one for Hetfield, and I mm-hmm. did one for Anthony Kiedis, and this year it's for um, Dave Gahan of uh, Depeche, Depeche Mode. Mode. But even that, those nights that are geared for entertainment, you're like, oh, I'm working. Yeah. Like and um mm-hmm. and some people are like, I just Jane's addiction's playing. Like I came to see Jane's addiction. Like, this is great, clown. Rap it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I get it. You're sober. Rap it. Like yeah. they just want you to be done. And and I I hate them. And I and I always have a knot in my stomach. Like before the Hetfield one, I had a knot in my stomach then a month before. Every time I'd think of it, my fucking hands would get cold because mm-hmm. Well, this brings us to uh, a topic I like to uh, call uh, things that have been thrown at you on stage. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to start a new topic. I've never had anything thrown at me. Never? Oh, really? No, but let's also understand that for a long time when I hit the stage, I hit the stage as maybe the most intimidating comic. Like I would hit the stage like... Do you want to do this? Like oh, yeah. the first words out of my mouth, like, do you want to fuck with me? Because I'll fucking do this. And I would scare the shit out of the audience. Yeah, you are pretty aggressive. Uh, so I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. But that, but so I never had, I never had really, I mean, I've had hecklers and stuff, but I've sure. never had anybody do anything like that. I had one guy uh, get mad and want to come up and someone just grabbed him. But, you know, that was about it. Oh, really? Somebody charged the stage. He didn't charge, but he stood up and he was like, you want to fucking, and, you know, yeah. and then someone just. Grab well, these are somebody who's grabs him. I mean, you, you can get that at like the improvs. Like, there's a reason why the improvs are some of the best clubs because they police their all. Oh, they police really well. Good. I've been at some where they just fucking you're not getting nobody. They don't want to kick no, them out. They I, want the money. I was, not I, was anybody out. I was in uh, the comic strip in New York. There's zero policing in that room. Yeah, and uh, and I used to do it all the time. And one night I was in there was a the usual shitty audience and uh, and some and some woman to the. Left of the stage goes, this is boring, and stands up and walks across the stage because she was going to go get a drink out at the bar. She literally walks across the stage, and I was just like, <laughs> well, that's probably the most humiliating thing that I've ever experienced. <laughs> <laughs> just like, you're, you're just so insignificant that you are basically a hallway. Yeah, right. no, wow. I mean, comedy exists at that level for the most part. I mean, you know, people do sort of, you do, it is that level of show business where people are like, this isn't actually real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how much? How, I mean, right? Does this guy? Yeah, have, how could not. this guy have feelings? For God's sake! No, Look what he, he wants doesn't. to do for a living. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, there's got to be like that TV barrier, you know, where they just they just don't. They're so used to just watching and talking. Yeah, and and talking like I don't know, know though. You know, people don't do that at plays. Although I guess yes, they, they do. It's that's it's it's a big problem in in New York now. Plays. It started happening about ten years ago. People, old, especially old people, people sit there and we'll talk to the plays. There, it's totally happening. I, went, yeah, I went and yeah. saw Hair over Christmas, and these two old ladies through the whole thing were like, "Oh, we did you, but did you? Oh my yeah. God, he's so with you." Yeah. Really? Just talking oh, yeah. right I remember I went to see. Yeah, a, this is Broadway. You would think that they would know. I suppose you're right. The rules. I can't remember what the play was called, but Hal Linden was in it. It was like a big play in New York when I was living there. I was like, "Oh, I want to check this out," and I went to it, and there were there was a dude sitting in front and just kept yammering at the play. And I think someone on stage was like, "Dude!" Like someone like <laughs> shut him up. Like, oh wow, you get wow, you got to yeah. be talking a lot. Well, to I mean, shut what are you? Up. How are you talking? Oh, I wouldn't sit on that couch. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's a play. <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> you're being you're being mean to him. Hey, hey, hey! He slept with your brother. <laughs> yeah, he slept with your brother. That's what I'm saying. It's about gays. You you don't know that. Tennessee Williams. 
So when you guys started off in San Francisco, and uh, did you did you pretty much perform there, or did you head out early on the road, or did you? I didn't head out early. I you didn't there, have to. There was a, you didn't have to no, in man. there, and oh, also really? there were in ni- in ninety seven ninety eight there was there were so many rooms. There was you had in just just in San Francisco proper. There was the Holy City Zoo, the Improv, the Punchline, uh, Cobb's. Other cafe. Uh, the other cafe. And then right across the bay, like just across the bridge, there was Walnut Creek Punchline, Tommy T's. In the South Bay, there was Rooster Tea Feathers. And um, well, now there's an improv, but there wasn't mm-hmm. then. Yeah. But there were eight. So there's eight. There were like eight major clubs that could, you know, that had like headlining, you know, around the country comics in it. Then there were just tiny rooms, one nighters everywhere in Modesto, uh-huh. Merced, like just all Vacaville. So you could <laughs> no, and and in my first, like I was doing stand up for a year when I quit my job, mm-hmm. and then like three years later, all of that dried up. Yeah, it all died. And I and I by like what 2000, 2001? Yeah. 91, yeah. No, well, 91. We're talking 91. Nine, no, yeah, no, 91. Oh, no, oh, you, you said 87 or 97? He started in 87. Oh, 87. I started, I started I'm sorry. In okay, I started 89. All right. 89, 90, 91. Yeah, I moved to Los Angeles in 94. But yeah, so that was, you could just work. Mm-hmm. You could just work. And, and everybody did. And, and they needed people. Because, you know, you're looking at every one of those shows on a Sunday night. So there's three guys a show, right? You mm-hmm. know, three guys, three girls, whatever. And so it really was like, but it was right at the end of the comedy boom. But, also, everyone had moved there. It was literally like the last bus stop before Los Angeles. So all these yeah. Boston, Chicago guys moved out. Yeah. I mean, you know, Marin was there, Patton, Brian, Dana Gould, you know. Um, Mitch Hedberg uh, was Mitch there Hedberg for a little while. David Cross, right? Cross. Did go, he no, go up there? And, no, he, Cross, he didn't. But he was there a lot. Yeah, Cross and Garofalo and Benson would just come up because uh-huh. they could come up and work. Uh, they were there all the, the time. They were, they were there all the time. All the time. They basically lived there. And then we had a big crew of you know folks that were doing you know, Tony Kameen, Alex Reed, uh, Dave, Margaret Cho. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of people that, you know, po- actually Posehn was from there. Yeah. yeah. From Sonoma. So there was a ton of, I mean, literally... I'm in New York a couple of years ago, and I'm at, uh, I'm at uh, Sirius, and a guy comes up to me, and I don't know him, I don't recognize him, and he's like, hey, Greg, how are you, man? I was so happy for you, and your book came out, and he gave me a big hug, and he's got no sleeves on, and I don't know who this is, right? <laughs> and I say, oh, hey, how are you, guy? I go, why are you here? He goes, my movie just came out. I was like, oh, your movie? He goes, yeah, Delta Farce. So now I'm like... Oh, it's Larry the Cable Guy. Like I, right. I knew there was a Larry the Cable Guy. I just didn't know who he was mm-hmm. specifically. So I'm like, Larry the Cable Guy. How? But he knows me. Like he yeah. knows me. Knows me. So I run into another comic that night, Barry Weintraub. Mm-hmm. And Weintraub's like, you know what you, you don't remember Dan Whitney? Yeah. Whitney. I was like, oh my god, he was there for like two weeks. Rhodes was out there. Um, Hedberg came out there. Everybody. Yeah, Dan Whitney was. I remember. I remember. I I may have been there the first time he went up as Larry the Cable Guy, but I remember watching on a Sunday night at the Punchline, and he went up in that fucking it, literally a cable guy outfit. He used to dress up uh-huh. like a cable guy but, but, with the tool belt and all the stuff, and I was like, "What is he fucking doing?" But I remember him outside the Improv, rolled jacket, goatee. Yeah. Then he and then it, then it started hair. to change. Yeah. yeah. Well, he just found a character and found yeah. a, found a thing that you know motor and you know moved on but but he but so there was a lot of there were a lot of a lot a lot a lot of comics there and we all and then we all kind of migrated at once i think stiller came out here and did the ben stiller show and garofalo got on there and cross was working on there and everybody just oh let's go to los angeles you know that particular scene it sort of gelled and we all brian came down Patton came down blaine capach had come out and gone down 
because everybody kind of migrated at once. Mm. I migrated somewhere else. Dave Where'd was like, you go? I ain't going New there. York. You know what, guys? Oh, yeah? I'm going to make it even harder on myself. I'll say later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go where I have friends that love me. I'm going to New York. I'll see you. But we like you. No. No. But didn't, like, at that time, New York really didn't really dry up, though. I mean, right? There were still plenty of places to go. You know, it was weird. It When I first when I first went there, it was just bang, hit the ground. and was doing crazy sets all over the place. And then... Uh, each club started really managing comics Mm -hmm. and like one guy uh, Carrie Hoffman who ran the uh, stand up New York sat me down and said hey here's the deal I will give you a set every single night for five years if you sign with me for five years and I was like I don't that that sounds fucked up I don't know if I want to do that and so a comic started signing with them. So then all the good spots were gone with all the clubs because they were managing their own comics. And then and then they started saying, hey, why don't you send your comics here and I'll send my comics to you? And then all of a sudden there were no spots at all. Oh, yeah. So it sort of dried up. It sort of got weird and dried up while I was there. It's a little bit like that at the Laugh Factory here, right? Yeah, the Laugh Factory. Lewis. Yeah, they manage it, guys. But I can also get on there. Like, hey, it's yeah. not as bad. But yeah. But the improv's like the same that. way. So much. improv the imp- does bringer and producer shows like but you know but they also have the uh, inroads with levity management oh so. I didn't know that oh yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's if you're not with levity and you're not headlining you're not the first phone call ah uh, yeah you know and if uh, yeah. you know so it's like and I'm not with levity I mean I work there a lot but I'm not, I know I'm not the first guy they call yeah <laughs> you know yeah. yeah no because Pablo's got to do a set yeah yeah Pablo's illegal in uh, the music business Legal in comedy. <laughs> yeah, right? No. Yeah. It's, it's completely illegal in music. What? You can't manage comics on a club and, and put them on all the time. It's illegal. It's a, There's some sort of really? deal. Yeah. Yeah. Music comedy. It's so shady, though, that music business, though. Yeah, but, you know, they, I mean, they cracked on that. What's the difference? Yeah. It's yeah. still, you know, it's a shady... Uh, Deal. That's a shady business. But I do think, I do like, uh, clearly in this town, you know, people have been sidestepping it. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. m- Meltdown is a perfect example. Yeah, yeah. Meltdown you know, Comics I mean, in, here in Los Angeles. There are rooms here. They, people well, created Jazz Ponce's thing that she's got over there on Monday uh-huh. nights. That uh, Tiger Lily. What's up, Tiger Lily, Monday room, nights? That's a hot room. That's yeah. a great room. That's the thing room. is, is that's what happens. If you start just managing and, and putting your comics on, the good comics who can't get on are going to start other shows and you're going to hurt your own business. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah, you know, but there's always it's. I've been out here. There's always been a good wave of alternative rooms, for lack of better words. Yeah. You know, not necessarily alternative comedy, but just not a comedy club. Right, just somebody put something yeah. up somewhere and ran it well, and it ran for six months a year. But they didn't. Really and hot. back in our day, people didn't know how to do it well. I mean, no. the first really good one was. I mean. The, what, the precursor to what was Largo that was traveling around that, that Josh uh, uh, Donato. Donato had that thing was good like he yeah. he booked he he was a good he was a smart producer and Beth Lapidus was a really good producer really a good like knew what talent worked for her room mm-hmm. knew what her room was like people resented it because like well I don't do my stand up like that well shit then you can't that's not what that room is like now it's okay if someone does a comic theme night now it's okay mm-hmm. if a room has a certain set of rules and people like that when they go to see it because they're trying to differentiate themselves from so many different rooms mm-hmm. you know and I think there's something about that I think Comedy Death Race done a good job of sort of oh, yeah. building out their own thing which is know? good because I mean it's been a subject on this uh, show a lot is like people will I think Jamie Jamie Keller Chris Hardwick said it best is like Nobody goes out to see music. Right. <laughs> you know, they go out to see Tool or they go out to see, you know, yeah. right. you know, County Crows if they hate music. You know, they go right. out. To, yeah. And right. so, so people just go out to see comedy, you right. know, and then they don't know what they're getting. I and, think they're doing less and less of that now because of the internet. Well, but they're seeing, 
what you're talking about, the rooms are the brand as opposed to the comic. Mm -hmm. So, yes, if you're going out to see a band to just go out and see music, you know what I mean? Like, no one goes to the whiskey because they trust the whiskey has good music. But people will go to Meltdown because that stands for a certain type of comedy. Yeah. UCB, same uh -huh. thing. Improv, same thing. Uh, uh, Laugh Factory, same thing. Laugh Factory has its own, he's figured yeah. out his mm -hmm. own <clears throat> area of comedy and they're good mm -hmm. at it. Like there's, and the, and the same with the store. Like, so people go to that brand for whatever it is they think they're going to get. Mm -hmm. And then they create a certain type of audience. Same with Largo. Largo has a very, like, I'm the guy that is sophisticated. I like this. I like a little bit of music and I have got a little bit of money. So I'm going to pay $40 to go watch Patton and whatever friends he has, right. or Sarah Silverman, you know? So it's, it's sort of, um, uh, it's the, it's the venue almost, mm -hmm. you know, certainly there are people who have their own fans. Sure. Um, but yeah, <laughs> well, let's talk about the venues that aren't defined, <laughs> like, yes. like the, like the shitty one nighters where, Hey, we're, uh, you know, uh, customers really slow on a Tuesday night in this bar. Let's, well, let's, let's put up comedy. Night. I mean, the best worst one I ever did was, uh, in Queens. Cause I lived in New York for like five years. So I got the experience of the West coast, you know, mm -hmm one-nighter rooms and I got experience of the East Coast one-nighter room and the East Coast are much worse because the West Coast ones are more just like hey we're going to throw you up in a red robin at eight and uh, you're just kind of do comedy on this stool and you know and no one's really mean they're just kind of Oh, I guess I got to sit through this. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, there's indifference <laughs> but it's rarely hostile. It's not yeah, it's not hostile like it is in New York so I get to this restaurant in Queens and this guy was named Tony Camacho. Tony Camacho is a famous booker in New York. Mm -hmm. Every every single area of the country has a famous booker uh, out here. Uh, what, Tribble? In, in the Tribble, John Tribble. Fox. Yeah, Pacific Fox. Northwest. Yeah. On the West Coast. There those brothers uh, that lived up in the... Uh, the Hansons up in, uh, I think, Minnesota were a Hansons. couple of guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four in San Francisco. So, yeah. uh, so out there, Tony Camacho was probably the big like guy that would always... like He would... He's the guy who wouldn't pay you. And you'd be like, hey, Tony, remember that gig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about I give you another one? And then we'll pay you then. Like, you would be like that. Um, so he books me this room in Queens. And, and, I, and I have no idea what it is. So I show up. And uh, it's just a bar. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like looking around. I'm like, well, there's no stage. There's no area where you can do comedy here. And then, I, I, then there's another comic there. When I get there and he goes, hey, uh, the Rangers are on. It's a playoff game. <laughs> And uh, and I'm like, oh shit! Well, and he's like, that lasts like three hours. It's gonna be a yeah. long thing. And I was like, okay, well, you know, we'll just wait. And I was like, no, you're not, you're not waiting. And I'm like, no, we can wait, dude. We can wait for your rain. He goes, no, no, we're not. You're not waiting. I booked a comedy show. Uh. We're gonna have you do a comedy show. So there's like a little f eating area, <laughs> and he literally has a stand up in a booth, and he goes, "All right, it's time for the comedy," and he turns off all the fucking TVs, <laughs> and now it's just a bunch of angry guys from Queens who are there to watch their hockey game. They're all drunk, and we're just standing, and I'm just like, "I'm gonna get fucking murdered!" <laughs> like they were just like yelling, "Turn on the fucking game!" Like. Bullshit! Like just horrible. I could do a whole episode of comics who had to go on during the game. Like every, yeah, everybody well, who's come in is well, that, and I during the NBA playoffs during the yeah. <laughs> but in it, it you, I mean, in a bar, in a bar, in, in a, a bar, in a bar, night of the week, there's a game on. Yeah, but That's a playoff game for. is a whole different level of game. <laughs> I mean, especially hockey yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, especially New York hockey fans. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's um. 
There's, there's very, I mean, look, I, I would imagine musicians probably have some of the same stories, but you do, you, you find yourself in these situations where people have just not thought it out at all. Yeah. They haven't thought, and they really don't care. They don't care because they're, they're cashing the check. They don't, the people, the people booking it could care less where and how you're doing comedy because at the end of the day, they're getting a check and they're giving you a little bit of money and they yeah. don't care. No, Tony I mean, Camacho look, used to book boats. It's hard enough in a... <laughs> I, did a, hard I, did a I did a prom. Uh, oh, I did oh, a prom? I've done a prom, done a prom uh, But uh, there's an interesting... Uh, the, the, they used to do proms all over New York City. So every club uh-huh. did prom shows. Okay. And so you literally go out at two in the morning and do stand-up or three in the morning mm-hmm. for, for kids who were dressed up and couldn't give a shit. Yes. <laughs> couldn't, they were just like, I don't no relate to this. I'm 17. Yeah. I don't know anything about the world. Yeah. And you can't go anywhere else because they're 17. And you know what the last so thing I want to do is I wanna, I'm trying so hard to get laid tonight. Like yes. I am leaving <laughs> school soon and this girl just said she would go out with me. This is like a, this is the closest thing I've had to a real date ever. And, also, and I don't want to fucking, what has Dave got for me? Yeah, and also <laughs> on top of that, like, they love it. If it's yeah, great, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. No, they, they love your, <laughs> They're your whole thing with men and women. They love that. I, uh, <laughs> what the? Yeah, yeah. No, your men, women comedy. Yeah. So I, uh, no, I, so the other thing is, is that they, they, they are, they're city kids. They're like tough yeah. fucking street kids. They're, they're. And so and then I'm like this, you know, suburban white guy going. They're like, I don't give a shit, <laughs> right? Yeah. So they, he goes, hey, uh, I, I booked this thing. It's a, it's a boat you know you get on you do your show and then uh and then you're done and you know you just hang out and i was like all right and i remember i think i talked to tell about it and tell's like oh no 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 don't go on the boat <laughs> like he was just like don't do it. so i i go on and as soon as i get on the boat and we pull away i'm like oh fuck this is a horrible mistake <laughs> because i can't leave when that's the show's right. over yeah, that's right. just what i was thinking it's like doing a comedy show and then just having to sit on the side of the room like it's just weird so they do the comedy show at midnight and they're all they've been drinking so they're all drunk and And now they don't have any access to booze yeah and they're on a boat so some of them are throwing up and then they have you go up to the top of the boat so it's outdoors so it's like wet and fucking cold <laughs> and they're all ra- and the girls are all wrapped up in the guys jackets and the guys are shivering and there's someone throwing up over there and then you do comedy basically in the dark <laughs> yeah and they stare at you yeah they, it's, it's and you have to do the time so i did like 45 minutes oh. of just nothing like i could have been doing it to the seagulls <laughs> like it was just a nightmare and then it's over and i'm like ah so i'll just go down to the dance floor and stand there for three hours like so then i just sat there while they're doing everything they can not to look at me like because i just ate it for 45 minutes oh my god dude just it's looking the- for a dinghy just to think it's gonna be a lifeboat get me the fuck out of here and then he calls me again asks me if i want to do another one and i'm like god no but the weird thing is is that you when you're when you're a comic like these things happen and you get mad about them but then you're like I said yes. Yeah. 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 There's no But reason. I think that we always no... think the 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 best scenario. We're well, not thinking like at least when we're starting out, you're not thinking like, oh, this is gonna be horrible. You're thinking, yeah. I got some jokes, so I, I can got, make this wow, I can do forty five minutes. Of it is awesome. Just also like yeah. I haven't earned the right to just have my own audience and go out and do something. I gotta yeah. do everything I can to get better and all these situations will make you a better comic. 
I think for a while that's absolutely true. Uh-huh. You need those things to become better. But then there's a point of diminishing return. Yeah, where it doesn't I mean, help you. Yeah. I heard Conan all. talk about this the other day going, uh, you know, when he gets asked to do charity events, he goes, people don't realize like, if you're a band and you got a set of songs, you can go to a charity event. You just do it. They're not paying attention. You just do anything. But, but a comic has got to like rethink his whole thing. So even when I'm doing something for free for somebody, I'm working a ton just to get ready for this thing yeah. and yeah. redo my act for these people. Yeah. It's and I'm not getting and it's hard. It's when really, when really, really, yeah really hard. when Drew Carey does charity events, me and a couple of the guys go write the stuff for him. We talk about what the event is and who's yeah. going to be there, and then we write jokes. Uh-huh. Because like it's a really, it's a, it can be really, it can be a really difficult thing to do, but also you just go. I said yes, like I'm, yeah. I'm the reason this is happening. Yeah. I could just work comedy clubs if they. I mean, that's that's all I have to do. But every once in a while, someone's like this, or it's the check is nice, mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. it is, you know. Um, and then you don't do your due diligence. Like you're not on the, you know, on with the producer going, oh, by the way, I go on at 10, I get up at right, 11, right. it's only an hour, I do this, I need this. What kind of a PA system do you have? You know, right. we're all like, hope it works out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, so there's right. no microphone? Been, cool. No, yeah, you've been there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go to the college, you don't have a microphone, you go to the place, you don't have a yeah. venue for you, yeah, they yeah. put you in a hallway, yeah. like, and you're like, well, you know, but we're all like, well, I'm in show business, man, they should know. No, they don't know, you dipshit. You, no. should, <laughs> you should do your due diligence and by call the way, up. Greg says hallway because uh, I went to a college and they tried to put me in a hallway. Really? Did, really? Yeah. 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 I was uh, I was doing, I, I did the worst tour of all time. So I was on this tour and they uh, and they go, hey, uh, so here's our idea is that between classes, we, we're going to throw you up on this milk crate in the hallway and then people just gather around when you're doing, they'll see you're doing stand up and then, you know, you'll get a little audience there and you can do it there. And I was like, no, wow. no, absolutely not. And they're like, well, what do you mean? And I go, that's, no, I'm absolutely not doing that. You yeah. have to give me a fucking stage. You know, that's just amazing that you're at. And they were just like dumbfounded at that because to them that was like the greatest idea ever. Like they <laughs> yeah, came they, up with something it, magical. It's sort of weird too, that people, people have this thing where they're like, I don't understand why not. And you're like, you dumb shit. Like, do you have any, like, how about if you just did your work not at your desk? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, I tell you what, you sell cars, all right, try and go out and sell it without the car. Just try that. Yeah. You know, like, People have no, and I'm not asking for people to have respect for this clown camp that I joined. That right, that's right. what I do, and I don't have to work hard physically. And and uh, and while it, it takes some guts to get up and do it, it's also like I like to say, it's not even that. You know, I'm a fuck, I'm a sociopath, and if you give me a PA system, I'm talking to it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I need the attention <laughs> yeah, for some yeah. reason, and I have some desire to do it, and I continue to have that desire, and I have the continued desire to be good at it. But it, you do find yourself. It has the least understanding from the public of what the art form really is, that almost any art form. I mean, the fact that someone can walk into something and while you're in the middle of it go, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, that'd be like just walking up and slashing a painting in a museum yeah, yeah. going, no, nope. rip. <laughs> or like booing, nope. booing a figure skater. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Oh, they call that a pirouette? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> but it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm sure, you know, every profession has its stories, but that is sort of the thing with stand-up where, yeah. you know, you just, there's times where you're like, if I have to explain to you what it is you're supposed to be enjoying, there's no way you're going to bounce back from that and enjoy what's happening tonight. Is yeah, no. Yeah. Through my act, yeah. you know? <laughs> It's but really weird. We all say yes to those crappy gigs, man. I, I mean, don't anymore. I did. I mean, I did for a long time. And then I was like, I'd rather figure out another way to make money than mm-hmm. to. What did I just see? I just saw uh, uh, 
Oh yeah, it was on the back of a magazine. Uh, I don't know who the painter was that said it, but he was clearly Dutch because he had a Vaughn in front of his name. <laughs> but it said, uh, uh, "I don't paint. Don't paint to live. Live to live to paint." Mm-hmm. And it's just, I think it's the same thing with stand-up. The more it becomes your profession, the less I think enjoyable it is. But I think there's a I think there's a a middle ground. Yeah, yeah, and I've, yeah heard, well, I've heard I heard Tomkins say this because somebody was saying to him, "Well, don't you want to be able to take your material into those other rooms? And isn't there something in being able to turn people that aren't into you?" And Paul said, I, "Yes, I'm sure there's some value to that, but I want to be at the place where where I go, I explore and go further. Right? Mm, yeah. Where I'm, where I, where not only does not only do people get me, but they're going to get more than they expected, and I'm going to get something. I'm not trying to convince people that this is happening." And I think there is some value in that, mm-hmm. you know, where you do go. I remember I, uh, like about six or seven months ago, I opened for Patton at uh, Largo, mm-hmm. just his crowd and not my crowd. And I don't know, it's just awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, and Patton has that pretty much everywhere he goes at this point. He's done yeah. enough work to deserve it. But I, why would you do anything else or try it somewhere else when you go, this exists and this is this is me getting better. This is the doors opening in, in a bit. You know how a bit explodes where you're like, why haven't I been saying the rest of this? I've been right. doing half of this bit for months, and then I'm in a room where the other half just comes flailing forward because people are like, "Do it, go yeah. for it," you know. And I, I think, at some point, as an artist, that has to be the goal of how far can I go with this? Not can I tame fatties and drunks? <laughs> I love to tame fatties and drunks. I don't know why those people were fat. <laughs> yeah. No, they they just are. Well, you drink a lot. You sausages. Fat. It's true. Yeah. Didn't you co-headline? the improv with somebody recently was that you no uh uh-uh. i went down and i opened for a tell oh that's it i went down and opened for a tell well i was uh i was gonna do uh the john oliver show uh-huh. and i wanted to well there's two things i've asked my managers to put me on bills with other comics if they would let me uh-huh. go and open for them because i wanted yeah. to expose myself to other people i wanted to have that patent experience and i don't need to it's nice to not be the headliner some nights as yeah. a comic it's mm. really great i mean Sometimes when you go to these shows, because I've been around so long, people are like, would you mind headlining this? Would you close the show? You know, And yes, there's a responsibility. And yeah, I should be able to close the show at Meltdown. But there's nights where you go, I just want to do 10. Mm-hmm. I just want to not have try the, the new stuff the show so, I can, so yeah. I can try something and explore. So I, And it was the best weekend. So I do Thursday through Sunday with him. And I never mention I'm the author of He's Just Not That Into uh-huh. It. It never comes up. I go up as the host of Walking the Room, which is my only credit. And it's the only credit I give now. And, and road on the last weekend, last show, I tell a story of flipping out on a girl. I have this story that I talk about flipping out on a girl in New York who was a, he's just not that into you fan who talked and ruined my whole show. And mm-hmm. I took all of my anger about the book onto her. And as I mentioned, I'm the co-author of a book called He's Just Not That Into You. I felt the room seize up. <laughs> and a couple guys, almost as though, it's almost as though, it's almost as though I, they were fucking a chick and they found out he had a dick. Like that kind of like, <gasps> Oh. <laughs> but I've been laughing oh at you. Oh my God, I've been laughing at him. <laughs> then I, when I told the story, they were with it. But I did feel that, like, it was nice. There, like, when you go, well, I think there might be a prejudice against me in some places. And you're like, no, that's on your head. And then you go, no, it's actually there. Uh-huh. And I want to work through it. I want to work around it. Like, I want to try and see. And, you know, Atel's crowds can be a little bit hostile. They're definitely mm. energetic. They're definitely drunk mm-hmm. sometimes. It was great. It was, the, it was one of the best things I've done. It, like, it was really, really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And they're also smart. Like there are that's an interesting that, the is, a, crowd? that is a guy that yeah. is a pretty yeah. smart comedy fan until Jaeger kicks in. And then he <laughs> just wants to hear Jaeger jokes. They they I think they were worse when he was doing that 
Show. Insomniac. Show Insomniac. Insomniac. He had a hard time then because they were just like, let's get fucked up and what? Like yeah. screaming. And, but but they're full they're packs of to... like UFC fighter dudes that come in to see, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. strippers. Like that's. Look, my first time at a stand up New York, I got bumped. They're like, oh, you're going up next. And then they're like, oh, no, David Tell's here. He's yeah. going up. And then you're going up. Like I'm going home. <laughs> I to, I've been doing this for two years. I don't want to fucking follow David Tell. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I used to follow Tell every night at the cellar. Yeah, for a year, every night. It was, you know, that that's that's uh that'll make you a good career. Yeah. <laughs> but know, that's the thing too. Like you get to a certain point in your career too, where you have to like. There's no reason I can't follow anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless it's just a room ruiner, like yeah, a guy yeah. that comes in and just ruins the room with some sort of like really vile shit. Or Judy, you Cole. should be able to. <laughs> <laughs> Should, I don't know. Why. No, I said that. Why? What? Because she goes up and she and she's supposed to do seven and she does thirty and she talks to the audience all the time. Right. It's really super hard she's, to follow. She's hard. a San Francisco girl. She's right? Super selfish. No, she's from New York. Oh, she's from New York. Okay. Yeah. I. But I mean, you do get to a point where you're like I got to be able to follow people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you should. You oh yeah. Know. Yeah. She's. I. I there's had. very few comics that that I'll just bag on. She's one of them. Like right. I'll straight up. She. What she does is disrespectful to other comics. Right. That's all. Oh, can you elaborate on that? Yeah, you want me to tell the story about what she did to me? I mean, um, there's a reason why I feel this way. Sure. If it's, you know, if you feel comfortable, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you listen to our podcast, but it's no problem. I do not care. All right. Uh, I was uh, living in New York. I was uh, doing Conan auditions to get mm-hmm. to the final one. So they were like, okay, we think he's ready. We want to see what he has. Uh, so it was like my third or fourth audition for him or something. I go in there. There's two people who book the show. They're just coming to see me. So they don't go in the room because they don't want to watch other comics. They don't want the, there's like a weirdness if they know the bookers in there. So what they do is they stand outside the room until they know you're going on and then yeah. they walk in and they watch you and they walk out. So Judy Gold is supposed to go on before me and she's supposed to do six minutes and she did 35 minutes of talking to the audience. Mm-hmm. Now I have to go out and do a very rigid five yeah, minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Straight it script, is, scripted. Is, yeah, and yeah. I, I can handle almost any situation. That you can't do because you can't transition from someone who's been screaming and babbling and talking to the audience for five minutes and not doing any structured stuff whatsoever mm. to all of a sudden just going out and doing your jokes. You look like an amateur. So I went out and did it, tanked. They, that was done. Never, Ugh. never another chance of Conan. And that's kind of stuff where she asked me before I went out, are you doing a Conan audition? Yes. So she knew. Wow. And she fucked me. That's fucked. Yeah, there's so, a little bit of, I mean, you know, comedians are a little bit that way. I mean, everyone, and I, everyone suffers from it every once in a while where you find yourself like, why am I, I should get off. I'm, you know, you, you're there, you're loving the crowd, whatever. Yeah. And you're like, oh, they're loving me. And I, you know. I should just do what I want to do, you know. And then somebody, what do you stop? You know what I mean? Like, but there are some people that just really don't not give a shit. They don't care, yeah. and it's weird. It's a weird thing to do to other people. Like, I, you know, it is a total community, and you do want to, like, you know, help. Yeah, people. and it's a two, you know, it's not like it's not like there's any value for her on a night like that. She's it like didn't mean shit. It. it was like a Wednesday night. Right, like right. Nobody cared. But there are. Good, I just experienced this the other night. I was, I was, I was taping in five minutes for a showcase set at the Improv, and I was up on Refried Fridays, their Latino show. Oh. Oh yeah, and the the guy the the are you talking about refridays? Refri- <laughs> I love refridays. Refridays. But the guy, the MC, was so cool. He's like, "Why well, are you only doing five minutes?" I'm like, "I gotta tape this for for showcasing." He's like, "Oh, okay, I'll go up. I'll do three minutes of clean kind yeah. of white 
for lack of better words, uh-huh. material. And he fucking toned the room, and I went and had a great set. So there that's are, what you should. That's yeah. Have, you though, have to treat I, each other I, well. To be yeah. fair, though, I have done this. I have gone up when I knew. Oh, I don't know how to get this back and gone. Here's the drill, guys. Yeah, I got to do a five minute set for Conan. Mm-hmm. I'm already shopping into it right now, so I'm going to introduce myself, and that's going to be my set. Then I'll be done. So. I've reintroduced myself and explained what the thing is yeah. because I have to get this right. Oh, you know, wow. I've never done that for an audition, but I've done it right. in preparation. Like sure. I have to get this right, you guys. So, I, you know, this isn't gonna with what just happened. It's not gonna work. Do you oh, remember wow. when I was? Uh, we were in um, Denver. In Denver, <laughs> and that room, the that room is uh, the improv or the works. The, the works. works. Okay, it's Comedy crazy works. good. Like that room, you just feel like you're the greatest comic in the world every time yeah. you Yeah. So I was like, I had to do. I don't remember what it was for. Leno or Letterman or something. But I, I was sending it. They were like, let's see a tape. So I had to put together a seven-minute tape. Mm-hmm. And so I had the MC go out. I just said, just tell them I'm doing, I'm going to do a quick seven up top, and then I'm going to close out. But then I'm going to keep doing my set. So they know what's going on. So he he just pumps them up. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so I walk on stage. That He goes, Dave Anthony. And it's like a minute standing ovation. And then every show, they're like, yeah. <laughs> And it's just like totally unusable tape. It's, yeah. just, it's just ridiculous. Too, too much preparation. They're too friendly. They're chanting, Dave, Dave Anthony, Dave, Anthony, Dave, Anthony. Dave, Anthony. They're crazy. They're, they're crazy. They thought they were helping. And I was like, well, okay, no, thank you, you guys. It was very nice. but I can't really use the it, wave, so, but I appreciate it. This was Thanks yeah. for the roses at the end of my seven. So this was, we've been there together twice, right? Yeah. So this was, Dave and I were there one time. This is the best. So they're... Oh God! The book had just come out, right? Uh-huh. So I was. Uh, there was a point. There was a moment, really quick moment, where I was just selling out, just selling out shows, just like this. Usually, seventy-five percent, eighty percent women mm-hmm. uh, who didn't go to stand up, didn't know what stand up was, didn't care. That didn't well, mean they didn't lo- like it. A lot of times they liked the shows a lot. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And I brought Dave specifically. A, he's my friend, but B, because I was like, if they see Dave, they're gonna know. Oh, this. There's nothing even. This is a stand because Dave's stand up. He does stand up, yeah. and there's nothing he doesn't. And it's not for them necessarily. No. <laughs> and, uh, I've seen, I've seen but it, it, but it's but it sort of sets a tone of like, oh, maybe this isn't a seminar. Uh huh. So Dave goes up, and and there's a woman who's giving him a little bit of a hard Old time, woman. not bad. And he says, I was uh, bagging on her pretty good. You said uh, you got off a great one. You said. Uh, um, is that the best you got, lady? Because uh, my uh, my dad, what did you say? My, I was, I was I, my dad's Irish, so you, my dad's an Irish drunk. So if that's what you got, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Something I'm, like I'm ready it, for this. Anyway, yeah. She was put, drunk. She was really hammered, and I was like, I can't remember. It was great. Put her in a place. She's chill. I go out, and I'm genuinely like, I'm having a set that I'm. You have those sets where you go, why the fuck isn't this being taped? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that it gets better than this. I don't know. These people are laughing at pauses. They're, <laughs> they're, everything's working. It's just awesome. I'm like, I'm barely got through my material, right? So we're about forty five minutes in. This same woman now, she's got to be seventy plus. Yeah. She's with her daughter and her daughter's daughter. She has the and angriest sitting, face you've ever seen on a human. In their, they're sitting there with the, with the books on their lap. They've got, he's just not that into you. And on she's got lap. a scowl on her face. She stands up and she goes, You are shit. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'd forgotten about her because she'd just been quiet. Right. She's got a white rush in her hand. You're shit. 
I thought when I saw you on Conan that you, or on Oprah that you were good, but you're just shit. <laughs> Loud. So everyone and every, everyone's like, whoa. Yeah, because everyone's been having so a I great go, time. <laughs> I say, well, I, I think these people beg to differ. You know, yeah. I feel like I'm kind of killing it. And then she goes, bah! and I say something along the lines of, you know, acting like a pirate's not going to be good. And she comes at me to take, yeah. a, like a, to take a swing. Wow. Yeah. Take a swing. Old granny swing. Wow. She falls. Uh-huh. The stage is maybe... Stage is high. It's high. It's a couple feet off the ground. When uh-huh. she falls, hits the side of her head and flops backwards. Glass breaks. Oh. Now, it's not even anecdotal. It's just bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> and again, all I'm thinking is, why isn't this on tape? Yeah. Oh, the man. single greatest special of all time would be 45 minutes of a guy you love or yeah. a guy you've never seen before just yeah. killing and then the show going so badly to shit <laughs> and wondering how he's going to get out of it. And so then paramedics came down yeah. they had to drag her out her daughters were bawling Ugh. it was as ugly a thing but the crowd was totally with me yeah. i was like i don't know what joke happens now <laughs> i don't know what i put here like my closer seems weird to just go well that happened right, yeah. right. a woman uh, uh, an alcoholic family history just happened in front of us <laughs> right years of damage i mean what she just did to her daughters like Tell me that doesn't get worked out with pills. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it really she was. was. She was straight up, my daughters love this guy, so I'm going to be mad at him. I'm a horrible mother. Well, but like, I think she just went, she came assuming, I think, she came assuming like it was going to be some Oprah thing. Like she tolerated yeah, yeah. you, but not much. And then when she realized she wasn't getting and I've had this in before where they're like, mm-hmm. you're not talking about men. But you're she not was. talking about relationships. You're not giving us at all. This is not a sex in the city thing. I wouldn't even know what that is. I wouldn't even know how to do it. I, bar- I only mentioned the creation of the book right. anecdotally, but that's all I ever talk about. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she also brought in, like she, from the folds of her of her skin, she pulled out her her anger that that has just been living there forever, oh, yeah, and yeah. and and she poured about ninety fucking white Russians. Oh well, yeah, alcohol. Like she was hammered and, that door. Yeah, yeah, she came in hammered and well, angry from seventy because years because she was not with a man. So she'd watch that Oprah that afternoon, and I spoke to her as I spoke to many women on that day, and she thought I was on her side. And when she got oh, m- comedy about magic or whatever I'm on about or whatever we were doing at that at that point in our lives, you and me with our stand up, whatever it was, she wasn't digging any of it. And no. I think. I mean, I even think at that point I mentioned because because here's the other great thing. Dave's been here for my whole career. I, my very very first set after Oprah, we go down and we go to the Improv and we do. It's a hundred percent women. They've sold it out to a women's <laughs> group. Dave goes up. He does. Uh, I go up. Yeah. I go up. I'm about. I'm getting nothing. About yeah. halfway through, this girl goes. Yeah. Talk about the book because wow. I just yeah. did my stand up. Yeah. So I drive home with Dave and I'm like, my career's over. Oh yeah. My career's over. I don't know what to do. And then I came down the next night because I was there for the whole weekend. And I'm like, I'll bring up Oprah at the beginning, talk about being on her show, and never mention anything about the book again. And that's all they wanted. It was like this, like a pill. Huh. Like, okay, so here's the thing. I tell this funny story about being on Oprah. And then that was it. And then I went right back into the too old to rock shit or whatever I was right, doing right. then. But it really was that thing of like, oh, wow, you know, this is what we had to And, and I dragged Dave through all of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But so I, you know, like I learned how to work the crowds, and yeah. I learned you know I couldn't be as you know hard as I usually am, yeah. and yeah, it was fine. 
don't I get to fuck a clown or something didn't go over well with the uh, housewives? I kept doing that. I kept. I think I kept doing don't I get to fuck a <laughs> No, you did, know what? I but, didn't. I, but, I, I yeah. dropped that joke. Okay. Right. I, 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 no, yeah, that I don't know why that joke no. stuck with me but, for all these years, but, but it has. <laughs> but to be fair, you had more on-point relationship material about like, you know, if you're crazy, I will, I will yeah. date you. You had all that shit. You had a chunk of essentially the 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 male version of, of what, what I was doing. Yeah. You have more relationship stuff than I had, period. Yeah, I was doing so, a lot mm-hmm. of like, I date not, crazy women. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, attracted to they them liked kind it. of thing. They yeah. liked it. So it worked out fine. Awesome. Are you guys going out uh, much any lately? Right, when's up? this going up? Uh, I'm going to try and put it up between the weekend. I'll try and put it up by Monday. Definitely by okay, Tuesday. Okay, so uh, next weekend I'm at the Irvine Improv with Marin. Okay. Mark Marin. That's the Gosh, fifth good. and sixth, right? I guess. Yeah, I think so, because I'm at the US house. Uh, what about you, Greg? You getting out? Um, I have a Largo day. I think I've, next week I'm at uh, Largo on... I don't know. Okay. I can't go to Greg, Greg 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 all, all my dates are up there, gregbarrett.com. I'm going to South Africa for the South Africa oh, Comedy Festival. The festival's great. Oh, really? The uh, first week of August. Yeah, Carousel Tomovich yeah. goes there all the time. She loves it. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good. And then uh, Cape Town for a couple years. Okay. Cape Town. And then I'm going to be in um, uh, I'm going to be in Florida at some point, and I'm around. We're trying to. What I'm hoping is, I'm, I'm now far less popular than I once was, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm much happier doing stand-up. And I'm hoping that if the podcast continues and it's you know the, you know slowly building a crowd, that Dave and I can start going back out and just doing stand up together again. Yeah, yeah. You know because we love doing it. Awesome. Well, I hope so. You guys are great. So and I'm stoked. You guys, you guys came on. I've been trying to get you on forever. So know. I'm so glad it finally worked yeah, out, man. man. Schedules. Oh, it's all walkingtheroom.com right. is our walking the room is the That's podcast. That's really what you want to go to. Yeah, yeah. Go to yeah. walkingtheroom.com. Okay. I gotta uh, give a couple shout outs here before we wrap up. Uh, thanks to everybody who listened to the last episode. I don't know if you guys listened to it. I had a, a comic on who agreed to do stand-up at his high school reunion. Oh, I, no. did, I, I almost did that, and I, and I just fucking it. ate Of course he did. Dick. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Did. and we were all like, why ate, are you doing that? Don't do uh, it. And he did it. And I, 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 all, dick, right? oh, yeah. I'm so glad. But they said, beg you to do no, it. No, I got it, too. I got it, too. And they were so disappointed, and like I didn't. I ended up not going to that event, uh-huh. that part of it, because I was like, I don't, I go to, I go, I don't, this, I don't want this to be about me. Yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, they're like, oh, it's perfect. That's what you do. And I'm like, I don't want to get up there. And and then, yeah, no, it's like a corporate gig. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go to a corporate. I want to watch yeah. and write jokes about you all and go yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, just Who was the, it? Uh, a guy named John Vargas, a comic okay. coming up uh, here in Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to say thanks to like the guys who, like Susan Peel, the singer who was on that show, and and Jennifer Dan, I think is her name. I'm sorry, I'm fucking that up. And uh, Paul Rodarte. I don't know why I'm thanking you guys if I can't pronounce your names. I apologize. <laughs> you would be a horrible, horrible telemarketer. They're actually, be a they're actually telemarketer. more pissed about my pronunciation of their name than making fun of the reunion. So, so I thanks, Bob Milton. Yeah, Mom. for France Nero. So uh, thanks for being good sports with that. And uh, of course, all you guys uh, uh, who, who are always calling in, like Joe Cuff uh, on Twitter and, and Mark Mitchell and, and Virtual Bry on Twitter. I think you guys probably follow her. I know they follow you. Yeah. Um, thanks for uh, listening. Which Twitter... Twitter, we got Rip. Are you at Rip Like Jesus? I'm at Rip Like Jesus on yep. Twitter. Greg Barrett. I'm and, Dave Anthony. And at Dave Anthony. And at Walking the Room. And at Walking the Room. And um, uh, and I'm at Murray V. Or soon to be uh, Murray, Murray Valley. Valley. Murray Valley and the Foundation. I think is the uh, <laughs> Murray Valley and Foundation. I saw them. They were great. You remember they do that? Yeah, they do like a sort of a doo-woppy rockabilly yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I yeah, I love that. They were good. Doo-wop versions of Tool songs. <laughs> yeah, the version of yeah. Sober is really yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, prison sex. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for